What's up, what's up, incredible, loved, and valued people. I am so thankful for your life. I hope you know how significant you are, how much you matter. My name is Emma Mae McDaniel, and I am honored to welcome you to the Have You Heard podcast, where we are in a series with my incredible mama. And friends, these episodes with her have been just so much fun and so life-giving. So you are in for a really sweet treat today. Grab your headphones and let's get into the word. Welcome back. Thank you. I love this. I feel like this is becoming a a norm and it really brings me joy. Uh, I'm having fun. Yeah, Yeah, me too. I know. We need to do this more often. If anything, this is something that's making me smile today. (laughs) Me too. There's my answer. (laughs) This right here. Right here. Is making me smile today. I think something else too that made me smile today is Josh and I recently moved into our new home, which is like such an answered prayer that's been so much fun getting the nursery ready and everything but I love taking Remy on walks and it's been so much fun like walking through our little neighborhood and I've already met a couple people and I think just the excitement of I can't wait to make friends and seeing mamas push strollers around the neighborhood as they're walking I'm like oh this little nugget's going to have some friends. So that's definitely made, made me smile this week too. Yes, yes. Sweet season. Yeah. And speaking of just kiddos, I feel like that has been something that has really been poured into in these last few episodes just regarding like walking with your kids, pouring into your kids, sharing Christ with your kids. And I would love to hear just what the advice you have for the mom or the dad who is scared as they're raising their kids in our current culture. Because especially as you're wanting to raise your children up in godliness, I think sometimes there's a confusion of how do I go about protecting my kids, but also not like never letting them out into like teaching them to be a light in the midst of the darkness and not parenting out of fear because everything that's going on what advice would you have to that yeah i think in today's world it's even more important kind of like what we've been discussing over the past few weeks it's so important for parents to be hyper engaged with their kids around their walk with Christ, around what does a faith walk look like? What does a relationship with Christ look like? Um, I don't, I mean, while today is scary, yes, from a culture standpoint, I think every season has had its moments. Um, Mm -hmm. This is just the season that we are in. And so I don't think that it's any different than any other season. It's just got some scary moments in it. And at the end of the day, if you just take away all the noise your, your responsibility as a parent is to shepherd and disciple your children in the way of the Lord. And so I, I would just say, like, that's, I mean, honestly, it's it just really all boils back down to your relationship with Christ and how you're showcasing that to your kids, how you're having real conversations, how you're creating mm-hmm. genuine opportunities for conversations to occur, how you're letting the hard topics be discussed in your home and not just hoping that they're not being discussed somewhere else, but you're actually having those conversations 
in your home. Mm-hmm. You know, I think one thing that we did and we still do um, in our home is that we have conversations around homosexuality, yeah. around politics, around like um, religious beliefs, around, I mean, it's, it, we there is nothing that is off the table. You know, mm-hmm. we listen to podcasts together. We watch documentaries together. We then have discussions about it. We don't necessarily always see eye to eye, but there is a healthy discussion and debate about how do, what, what does Christ say about this? What does the truth say about this? And I think that is the environment and that's how you have to parent right. in today's culture, especially because otherwise, what Satan has done is he's inserted so much noise mm-hmm. that if you aren't ins- inserting truth and light and having it, having it become a guiding principle in your home, where y'all have really, as a family, decided what are your core values and your core beliefs and how are you going to discuss those things, the noise is so loud today that your kids will listen it's just it's humanity they will have really they'll have no other choice but to listen and so you have to create an environment where there's there's other noise that is truth-based it's a safe place to have really difficult conversations even when they're kind of scared about what your response would be and i think as parents you have to really check your emotions at the door and how are you going to have these conversations and still create an environment where there's dialogue that can happen Mm -hmm. and you're not going to be fearful of what your kid may say or what questions they may have, but you're going to continue to just take it back to truth. And so again, I think it's a, it's parenting. That's not fear-based. It's very intentional. And you're very well aware that Ephesians six is alive and active in our culture today. Mm -hmm. And if you're silent, you're not playing a role on either part. Actually, you're, you're actually helping the enemy in your silence. Yeah. You have to pick up your armor and you have to be an active warrior for your kid's sake. I love that you bring up Ephesians 6 because that was such a foundational truth that we stood upon. I remember whenever so much cyberbullying was going yeah. on, like the means by which the Lord grew this platform where we're able to have a podcast and everything was through bullying online and i would love for you to speak into how you and dad really like put on the lenses of this is spiritual warfare Mm -hmm. this is bigger than like oh let's put on our mama bear papa bear boots and go to battle for our kid this is like Let's go to battle for the kingdom. Yeah. Um, can you speak into that? Yeah, I think we, you know, I've had a lot of parents ask me, you know, how they should put limits on social media. How did we do it? What did we do? How did we handle you being bullied on social media? And I think, you know, kind of going back, you don't, it's not like we had ever experienced that before. We didn't have a playbook that we were going by. Right. Um, and so we did, we definitely didn't do everything right. But I think the lens that we operated through was Ephesians 6. And we, as a family, we had been studying Ephesians 6 pretty heavy during the time that all of this was starting to happen, which Which is is so cool how God works. Um, But yeah, so we really saw this as, you know, we could shelter Emma from this. We could just say, you know what, we're going to take away your Instagram. Like, you're just not going to be on social media anymore. We're going to completely shelter you from this. 
But at the end of the day, what we thought through is that at some point you will become an adult and you have to enter this world. And this world is there is evil in this world. Mm-hmm. Um, there is bullying on, on an adult scale in this world. Um, and so you're going to have to learn how to filter and how to handle that. And so as parents, we could shield you or we could equip you. That's so good. And we decided that we were going to equip you, which meant we weren't going to take Instagram away from you. Mm -hmm. We were going to help you navigate that. And that was going to be a daily, daily discussion with you where we were reading the comments with you. We were in your DMs with you. Like, how do we think through this? What does this mean? Um, But we we wanted to equip you to know how to deal with this. How do we talk through what you're feeling through this. Mm-hmm. How do we respond to this? What does this look like? And it was amazing to watch not only your growth. I mean, it wasn't easy. It was it was right. some hard times, but I think you learned really quickly how to start to discern words from Satan, which were coming in forms of words that were being typed on a screen by somebody that was very courageous on a keyboard. Mm-hmm. Um, there were things that may have been happening in person at, in school. Um, And then words that your father was speaking about you in the truth. And it really caused you to even dive even deeper into the word. Like, wait, wait, who am I? Whose am I? What does God say about these things? And so I think what we're seeing today is the birth and what we received because of those decisions we made. Mm -hmm. And so I would just say as parents, don't always feel like your job is to shield and protect. Part of protection is about equipping. And you're protecting more for the future and for long term versus protecting to create your child being very naive, Mm -hmm. where the the naivety is going to really come back to bite them as adults. And so that's, yeah, that's how we look through it. And I think that we, like I said, we did things right. We did a um, we did some things that we would probably change and we course correct. But I mean, at the end of the day, I'm proud of how we can look back and say we equipped. Mm-hmm. I think you and Nolan both were able to look at things that are said in this world and in the public and know what is truth, what is not, and how do I discern each of those things. And I'm so thankful that y'all did that because it really showed me that I was shielded in the word of God by you not shielding me by refusing for me to be in anything quote-unquote culture. It actually showed me like how legit God's protection is. Your decision to equip me in the word of God, to equip me with how to walk in a manner worthy of the gospel then me actually taking that and putting feet to it in the day-to-day life that I was in, I learned to depend upon my God. I learned to trust that those who dwell in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. Like yeah. 10,000 may be falling at my side, 10,000 at my right hand, but no harm will come near me. And I I was getting to like not just know in my head, but experience in my life the truth of God's word. And so I do. I love that y'all did that because it did. It taught me where true protection is found. True protection isn't found from hiding from the world, but true protection is found from 
abiding in the Lord as you walk as an alien in the world. Well, and I think that's what's important too, because you know God promises us hardship. Mm-hmm. He, he he tells us it's yeah. going. To, we're going to have troubles, and so I think allowing. I think part of parenting is teaching your kids how to navigate the navigate the day to day. What does that look like? And sometimes it is it's hard. And part of that as being a believer and a Christ follower makes it even harder because you've got to stand up for what you believe. And that's typically going to be pretty unpopular unless you're just surrounding yourself on a daily basis with a community of believers, which isn't realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you're doing that, then you're also not converting, right? And so yeah. you, I think part of parenting is being able to, hey, like, let's take down a protection shield. Like, let's take that down. Let's learn how to walk day to day as a believer and be able to fight through the fact that you're going to be rejected. Mm-hmm. You're going to be talked about. You're going to be, they're not going to want you in their, their club or their group or their friend. Like that's that's going to happen. Now what do you do? Mm-hmm. Because that's teaching life skills that truly carries them to be true, true, strong warriors for the kingdom because they're okay with those little dings in their armor because they do see them as that's just a small thing. It hurts, but it's in the grand scheme of things. It's not, it's my eternity is what I'm looking at. Because you're so right. Like once I left for college and now I'm out of the house and married, it's like I still face daily things that because I was equipped in scripture then, I'm still applying right today. Yeah. It's so powerful. And speaking of just the fear and the stress that could come with everything in our culture and wanting to protect your kids, I think that just speaks to the reality that all of us navigate stress and all of us have it in our life and we all need to find like healthy ways of how how can i reset how Mm -hmm. do i recharge and so i would love for you to share like how do you personally take a deep breath yeah recharge and if somebody is in a place where they are just burnt out with everything that's going on around them they're constantly running on empty they're stressed and they don't know how to find that breather and almost feel guilty for even wanting to find it because i think it's selfish in a way what would you say to them well that's one thing i was gonna say i would say don't feel guilty i think as women that's a typical response that if you're going to do something for yourself, especially if you're a mom and you've got kids or you're a wife and you've got the husband, um, you just you feel guilty that you're going to do this for yourself and it doesn't involve others. So I would number one, I would say don't feel guilty because when you do this and you get re-energized, you're going to be a better version of yourself for those other people. And then know what this is. What is your this? For me, I love to just veg on the couch. And honestly, I just like to watch some reality TV <laughs> so, or, or some fixer upper, just something that's kind of like brain like I can have to think I, I can uh-huh. t- turn my brain off and I can just rest um just sometimes I, w- I would like to go on just a walk where it's just just me very quiet um but I like to be alone like I want to be away from yeah. everyone I had a moment like that this week actually and my sister called me and she said hey what are you doing I said I am in Chick-fil-a eating by myself because I want to eat by myself she's like oh <laughs> Okay, well, I'll let you go. 
<laughs> but I think at the end of the day, it's what is your this? Some some people get energized and recharged while they get they want to go out with a bunch of girlfriends. Like let's go mm-hmm. have dinner. That's how I. So that's fine if that is the yeah. way it, it recharges you. That's fine. And some people it's like I want to go and have a facial or go to the spa. And some people. We just want to sit on the couch and watch reality TV and everybody leave us alone. And no one asks me to do anything. I need no one to need anything from me. And I can get really recharged really well. That's awesome, Mom. (laughs) I love that. And I love how you're talking about not feeling guilty for it and giving yourself permission. Because I remember one day in particular, I was a freshman in college I was writing two books mm-hmm. at the time, navigating college as freshmen, so everything was new. Josh and I had just started dating. There were so many moving parts, and I remember just being so, I, I felt so empty because mm-hmm. I was just trying to be everywhere at one time, which is impossible no matter who you are. And I called dad, and I was just in tears. I was like, I am so tired. And he said, when was the last time that you just went away and watched the flat watched like the flowers bloom and a butterfly sit on them and watched the looked at the trees and just was outside and I was like I don't remember (laughs) And, and so I literally like the next day I took my whole day off and I drove an hour away from campus and I went and found the cutest little coffee shop and I just sat I sat in the word I made I got to talk with the lady working at the coffee shop who I never saw again because it was an hour away from campus but I came back like okay not only was that so refreshing for me to get away, to be alone with God, to sit in an environment that was just refreshing for me, but I don't want to get to this point again where I am so like in need of it because I had went such a long time without prioritizing yeah. it. And so Josh and I have even like, we've established that into our priorities of the ministry. Like, okay, quarterly, Emma is going away yeah. just to be alone, not on social media, like just to be alone because I'm now aware it's of unique. what refreshes me. Yeah. And so I love how like we're talking about this because I do hope that people hear it and it's not like, okay, this weekend I'm going to do that. And then they look up and next year they're doing it again. Yeah. It's like, how can I often because you see Jesus he often went alone to be with the father he was also with people a lot but he often went alone to be with the father and there's a rhythm that is healthy to establish I have a friend of mine that actually she takes um and I don't know how often she may do it twice a year I mean she may only do this one once a year but she actually takes a vacation just by herself every year that's so, so good. I, I watch her on social media, like she'll, you know, going to Boston, you know, but it's just her and she's got yeah. four kids. And so every year she has a trip that is only her, not her husband, not her kids, just her. And she spends a long weekend just exploring, traveling and seeing things, but being able to do it just by herself. And so I just think, yeah, you got to find out what is your this don't feel guilty about it and do it as often as you need to so that you are the best version of yourself to be mm-hmm. that parent you want to be, be the wife you want to be, be the friend you want to be, be the employee that you want to be, be the leader that you want to be. Yeah, that's such a good filter of like, does this help me be a better version of myself? Mm-hmm. And, and therefore, I'm going to make sure that that's implemented. Yeah. That's so good, Mom. Mm -hmm. Guys, we love y'all so much. We hope this encourages you. 
in your walk with the Lord. Hope it encourages you to be intentional to recharge because that's not a selfish thing. It actually honors the Lord, yourself, and your people. Y'all are incredible. We cannot wait to talk to y'all next week. Bye, guys.